Warning, this episode contains adult language, mature situations, dance sport champions, main characters with adoptive memory muscle of dance, partners who want to be the leader, elaborate costumes, and contorted body designs. Listener discretion is advised. Episode 327, Correct Posture Makes You Look Confident and Taller. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Spark and Mong Review, some podcasts and bank reviews back connectly enhanced narratives. This is your host, Zanz, and konnichiwa, aloha, bonjourno, and what's up? Yes, we're back for another fun-filled episode, and more importantly than that, hope you guys have been doing well. For everyone who is at Otakon, I do apologize for not being able to attend this year at the last minute, but fear not. As a kind of an apology, but more importantly, as a way to not waste those panels, we have actually made a YouTube video for both of them. You can check them on our YouTube channel, uh, youtube.com forward slash Spyrokin. The first one is up. That is from Under the Bed Hard Anime Manga. Definitely check it out. We've got some modern and new series that we talk about, and it's pretty concise and intriguing. But I digress, because that's for something else. It's for our YouTube channel, not our podcast. And you're here not to listen to me plug our YouTube channel, but more to talk about our podcast in general. And if you're joining us for the first time, welcome. Spyrokin is a podcast that provides informative reviews about connectedly enhanced narratives. What does that mean? Pretty much what that means is that every episode we talk about one or two manga titles. And we tell you the pros and cons about them. How their art style is, the characters are, the overarching plot, the style that's designed in, and if it's worth investing your time in or not. You have to do anything that I or my co-hosts say, but we try to be educational, enlightening, entertaining, and most importantly, exciting. You can find any of our earlier episodes at www.spirekin.com, and you can email me personally at zanatspirekin.com. We're also on Facebook, Twitter, Tumblr, Instagram, Spotify, YouTube, Stitcher, Apple Music, Apple Podcasts, and just a bunch of other social media sites. Just type in Spirekin, and I guarantee that you'll find us in one way or the other. Uh, I think that's it. Uh, websites, things. Yep, so all that housekeeping is out of the way. Let's get to it, shall we? Because as per usual, and since we started a couple months ago, we're now doing every week, we're talking about the manga releases for the week and what was released on Tuesday the 30th. And I've got to admit, this week it was not as populous as last week, but we've got some great titles that came out. Now, the big ones that we have are UQ Holder Volume 17 came out. For you Nagima fans, this is a pseudo-sequel. Uh, I haven't reviewed this one yet because every time it comes up on the Wheel of Manga, it skips it, but I've heard a lot of good things about it. Um, Turavu Darkness Volume 11 came out. Precarious Woman Executive Miss Black General Volume 4, the manga. No Game No Life Volume 9, the light novel. And I'm actually excited to pick that one up because it's gotten really good. That's one of the few light novels that I pick up on time. I have eight of the volumes right now. I'm definitely going to pick up nine this week when I get paid. Uh, there's My Next Life as a Villainous, All Routes Lead to Doom, Volume 1. That actually seems pretty cool. I'm curious if it's an Izekai or a reincarnation pick. I don't know, but we have to see. Uh, there's Mushoku Tensei, Jobless Reincarnation, The Light Novel, Volume 2. 
Uh, Miss Kobayashi's Dragon Maid Volume 8. Yes, Miss Kobayashi's still kicking it and still around. There's Harukana Receive Volume 4. There's Grimguard of Fantasy and Act Volume 10, the manga, which is in a very precarious spot in the series. If you haven't read Grimgar of Fantasy and Ash, check out our review of it. We talk about a lot of the unique styles from the manga and the light novel as well. Uh, there's a Fairy Tale Battle Royale Volume 3, so it's a sequel to Fairy Tale. Uh, there's Defrag Volume 13, the manga, and that's it for this week. So you got maybe three good ones. The one I'm really excited for is No Game, No Life. And my next life is a villainous. The one that I'm kind of in over is Defrag and Turavu because Turavu, well, never really caught my interest. But uh, which of these series do you find interesting? Let us know in the show notes below or email us what you think we should review from this list. And I know I sound like a motor mouth because I had a little bit of coffee before doing this review, so that's why I'm so poof right now. But I digress because it's that time we've been waiting for. The reason why you listen to this podcast, yes. The Manga Review! And this week we've got a pretty different one. Because if you remember from the last episode, I spun that one, that only, The Wheel of Manga. And it did tend to be that I'd be reviewing a manga that was written by Tomo Takuchi all the way back in 2011. It's still coming out. It's published by Kodansha over here and in Japan. It is a shonen series that was released in week monthly shonen magazine. There are nine volumes right now. It's been nominated for the 6th and 9th Manga Taisho, and it's number 9 on the 2013 Kono Manga Kei which is pretty much the top 20 manga for male readers survey. So it's number 9. I'm, surpri- I'm kind of surprised at this, and it is a comedy romance sports, well specifically a dance sports series. And yes, the manga we are talking about is Ballroom A Yokoso, or Welcome to the Ballroom. Now... We've talked about dancing mangas before, specifically in episode 212 where we talked about Tsuji Pen, which is a personal favorite series of mine. I really enjoyed it, I loved reading it, it was intriguing, engaging, and just, it was a fun series. It's a series that made you want to learn about dancing. It actually made it, like, kind of cool to be dancing. I mean, it talked about the fact that you had the two main characters who were getting into this for various reasons, and they end up growing together and becoming this great pair. It shows that. And it focuses on the entire club, and I love that aspect of it. So for me to spin another ballroom series, I was a little hesitant at first to read it. However, I'm comfortably surprised. They're both shown in series, and they're both basically sports series, so it has the similar tropes. But the major difference is that while Sasuji Wopin is a beginner's introduction into dancing, it focuses on what the styles are, a little bit of the history, the main characters from... Uh, Blackwater, which is the major dance competition, focuses on that. Welcome to the Ballroom is a intermediary series. So you have to know something about dancing to get the most out of it because they don't spoon-feed you everything. They don't spoon-feed you, okay, this is what the different styles in the dance sport are. You have the two different competitions of classic versus Latin how Latin is broken down into the salsa and the cha-cha, and then classic is the waltz, the Venetian waltz, the uh, foxtrot. doesn't go into that. It does not go into that at all. It just will say, okay, here's how this works. Here, Here is how to do the pose. Have fun at it. And it's kind of an interesting series because of the fact that the main character doesn't learn, like, 
every other main character learns. He's not someone who has to be taught it, which is a little bit frustrating to me because, like I said, this is not an introductory dancing series. You have to have some sort of knowledge of dancing, even a little bit, to get the most out of it. Because our main character's name is Tatara Fujita. He is a... It's the last year of his middle school experience, and his counselors are like, you got to find something you want to do. What do you want to do with your life? Do you want to get a job? What college do you want to go to? And he's kind of like, I have no idea. I don't know. His counselor's kind of frustrated that, that he doesn't know what he wants to do. He just knows he wants to go to, like, the most cheap college in high school possible. He's like, okay. And he sees another girl getting reamed out by the a different counselor saying essentially the same thing. You gotta choose a real school, you gotta have a plan, and she's like, I don't care. And he's a little bit like, cool, so this girl, she's like me. Maybe we could become friends, and maybe I'm not the only person, all is well. So as he's walking home, he kind of notices her going into a building, so maybe thinking, maybe there's something cool, maybe we can accidentally bump into each other and all be well. But he ends up bumping instead into some bullies of his who try to shake him for some cash. Kind of sucks. But he ends up being rescued. By who? By a tall, muscular guy on a motorcycle. And this guy is Kaname Sengoku. A 23-year-old guy who works at the building that he's entering in. He practices there and he studies there. And he ends up kind of talking to Fujita for a second and says, Hey, um, don't worry about it. I took care of those goons for you. It's I know it's kind of hard if you get bullied for being into this, but it's all good. We'll take care of you. And he's like, what is he talking about? And, the, and Sengoku ends up putting his arm around him and kind of leading him downstairs into this place. Like, what the hell's going on? Is this guy going to mug me? What the fuck? And he ends up taking him downstairs. And it turns out that the place that Shizuku went to and the place that Sengoku has led him to is a dance studio. Specifically, the Ogosawara Dance Studio. A place which is designed to teach people to dance and have fun. And he sees his crush dancing wonderfully. Turns out that she is an amateur dancer. Someone who's been in the, the amateur circuit for a while. Has been dancing for nine years and she's amazing. And he's, his mind is blown by this. And he's convinced by the owner, Tamaki, to try out the first day. And he first tries it. He's okay. Um, he's not great. And then... What happens is that Shizuku tries to teach him to dance. Or says, why don't you dance with me? Because it's going to be great. Because she didn't know he liked dance. And he didn't know he did either. But he doesn't. He's kind of afraid of it. But as they're dancing, he realizes he sucks and he gets kind of creeped out. And he's like, I can't do this because she calls him a fake. He ends up starting to run away. And as he, he runs away, before he leaves, uh, Tamaki, the owner of the studio, gives him a paper. Yeah, come back. Yeah, come back. And it's a list of their prices. And he ends up going home, and he's just like, you know what, I'll just go home, and I don't have to worry about this anymore. But it was kind of fun, and in her, the, but he does, he's like, I'm not going to do it. And in, his ba- in the bag, there's the list of the prices, which are way more than he can afford, because he's kind of poor. He doesn't want to ask his dad $50 a session to dance, because his dad will either laugh at him or just not care. And there's a CD that says, hey, I think you'll like this. Check it out. Enjoy it. When you come back, we'll talk. He's like, ah, maybe, I'll, maybe I'll, I'll just check this out. And he ends up put, checking out the CD, and it turns out that it was a competition that Sengoku was in. And it is 
poetry in motion. It's wonderful and amazing. As he's watching this, he realizes that the whole thing about dancing is that it's everyone look at me. The person who dances the best the one that draws your eye to them. And he's enraptured by this. He's like, oh my God, this guy's amazing. And I'd love, I would love that to be the person who's the center of attention. And the person that they're all like, See, he finds that fascinating and wonderful. And he wants it. He wants that for himself. So he looks at the prices again. He doesn't know what to do. And he ends up going back the next day. And he says, look, uh, here's your CD back. I want to join. I want to learn how to dance. And he's like, okay, cool. Well, but, but I don't have any money. I'll sweep the floors. I'll clean up. Just teach me how to dance. And Sengoku's like, okay, fine. Uh, you can watch with the old ladies and it'll be fine. And Tadaro's like, no, no, no. Listen, I want to be like you. I want to be just as good as you are. And Sengoku's a little perturbed by that. He's ins a little insulted. He's like, "Is this? do you think that this is easy to do? Do you think that what I do is fun? It's easy? It's something that any schlub can do? Fine. So what he does is instead of doing it, he's like, fine. You want to show that you're a professional dancer? Fine. He teaches him the basic move called the box. The box is a way to move from left to right. It's move one leg over and then shift your body. It's moving it to when you're doing a turn. He's doing it over. He's trying to teach him. And the thing is that this is something which is very difficult to do for a beginner to do. You have to learn the basics to do it because you have to have confidence and motivation to become a professional dancer to do this. And going from like easy to difficult is going to deter Fujita to go where he goes. But that's not what happens. What happens is that Fujita practices all night. Like they're at like four in the afternoon when he goes there. The next morning, Suzuku walks in and sees Fujita doing a perfect box. Almost like pristinely perfect. And then Sengoku like wakes up because he was sleeping in the back. He's like, hey, what are you doing here so early? And then he realizes, wait, you've been here all night? What the fuck? <sighs> fine, 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 fine. You want to be here all night? Fine, I'll teach you. And this begins Tadara Fujita's odyssey into becoming a dancer. And it goes into all these interesting places that are very different. It's not the typical, there's a tournament arc, let's learn, let's learn, let's learn. No, it goes into, he ends up observing the other people. You meet a bunch of other characters. Like, you meet his his two instructors who are Karin Banba, a girl, a obese lady who could dance very well, and then her balding partner, Tomichika Jinbo. They're two instructors at Ogasawara's dance studio. You have um, Shizuku's partner, who becomes kind of his rival, but kind of his friend. We're talking about Kyohara Hyodo, whose family owns a dance studio, but he loves working with Shizuku. He's been working with her for nine years, even though he kind of treats her like shit at times. Like he says, oh, we're together. We're, we're partners. That's it. I don't need you. Like he, he, kind of like a, I don't need you, but I need you. And actually, there's a point when you realize, because he's been watching them, there's a competition early on. And it's Shizuku and Hyodo. And they're going to be dancing. Great. Amazing. They're going to be dancing. But what happens is that as they're doing the competition, 
Shioto disappears. Something happened. He walked away, he disappeared. No one knows what to do. So, Sengoku says, you know what? Fine. Uh, Fujita, come here. Put this on. You're going to dance for him. Wait, what? He's like, you know the moves, just, just make sure that she doesn't get disqualified. And as he dances, everyone's looking, and he's dancing exactly the same as Hyoto. And it turns out that Fujita's ability, his power, is that he has adoptive muscle memory. So pretty much he watches someone dance, and he can duplicate it. If you try to teach him normally, like say, put your right foot here, put your left foot there, that doesn't work for him. He has to observe and watch, and then he'll twist it on the fly and make it work for him. Which is a bit of a problem, but it ends up working out for him for this time. He ends up, they end up placing, but then it determines, oh wait, this is a different dancer, you guys cheated, uh, you guys are disqualified, they get disqualified for six months. And he feels terrible, and also turns out that uh, Hyodo, he didn't disappear. He passed out because he had a fever, and he was dancing while having a fever. He passed out, fell down the flight of stairs, and broke his leg. So he can't dance for seven months. But before he goes into his forced exile, he ends up telling Fujita, listen, I need you to watch for Shizuku. And Fujita agrees, kind of like, okay, okay, because it turns out they're actually kind of good friends. It's just like they're rivals, but they're not bad rivals. They're just friends, and he wants to take care of because he does care about Shizuku, but he also likes Yoda. He thinks Yoda's kind of cool and just like he's, he's an ideal, so he wants to help him out. But he also does like Shizuku, so it's kind of a thing. But So they end up finding out they're going to be disqualified. And this brother and sister team shows up at the dance studio. Gaiju and Mako Akagi. They are these... They're always like third place. They're never first place, but they're third place. And they've been dancing for a couple of years now. Uh, they specialize in Latin. And more importantly than that, Gaiju, the older brother, wants to be Shizuku's partner. And he kind of convinces her, hey, listen... Your, your boy Hyoto's gone, so why don't you join with me? I'll be awesome. We could be there. I'll be your partner. Because he's actually like really attracted to her, wants to date her, stuff like that. Thinks that if they become dance partners, they'll get married eventually and things will be great. And he kind of convinces her a little bit, but Fuji's like, no, you can't do that. You can't, you can't do that. She's his partner. And he doesn't know what to do, so they end up challenging. He ends up challenging guide you to a competition in three months there's gonna be a competition where they have to just dance it's not an official tournament it's like uh there's a dance aficionado who holds his own ballroom competition and he's gonna have a bunch of people there and it's not ranked so it's fine they could dance there it's not gonna get them in trouble and the deal is that if the if fujita and mako can beat shizuku Shizuku won't become Gaju's partner. But if Guju and Shizuka beat Mako, then that's it, they win. And Shizuku's a little offended by this, but we're going to see what happens because they end up getting into a huge dance competition. And Mako is like very submissive, just always been overshadowed by her big brother. It's a little timid, but Fujita brings out something in her which is wonderful. So, slight spoilers to the tournament. What happens is that they end up dancing together, and while they don't win, Mako gets best in show, the best dancer, the belle of the queen of the ball, because 
Fujita doesn't, he's a copycat. He doesn't know how to be a real partner, to be the person who you look at. But what he does know how to do is make the girl look amazing. Like, no one pays attention to him. They pay attention to the girl. And that's the thing. They make her look spectacular. And she overshadows. And she actually, it's really a beautiful moment in the manga. Uh, from there on, it ends up becoming that he is going to become officially a new dancer. And get a, he has to find a new partner. And there's, he has one year to become the best that he can be. And go against Hyoda and Shizuku. And he's recently found a partner who is not... How do I... Well, let's just say his new partner is not the best person to work with at the moment. She's a little bit... Let's just say that Fujita, his whole thing is that he's supposed to be the leader. The person who leads in the dance. And he's not good at that. The His new partner, Hiyama Chinatsu... She is very good at leading because she always had to dance the boy part in all-girl dancing. So we're going to see what happens. So the story is compelling and intriguing. It's the story of Fujita becoming a dancer, an amazing dancer. But it's a little disjointed. Because I want to know more about the other characters. We really don't focus too much on them. Like, you focus on a couple of the rivals. We see the thoughts of them. But it just doesn't feel the same. Like, Suzuki Will Pin, the entire group felt like a full... You felt them growing together. Also, you felt the main character... Main characters were working together to be the best they can be. This one is not that. This is, I'm a lone dancer. And I'm in the first... It's like, I'm going to different girl to girl, find the girl. And hey, this girl's a good match for him. No, she's going to end up going back with her brother. Now you have to find another girl to dance with. Oh, no, this next one is going to... It's like he's auditioning girls to find the perfect partner. And it's just weird. I don't know if it's just because the person's indecisive, doesn't want to make a partner, or what. It's a little realistic with that, where it's like you can't find that perfect person until you try out. But that's a little bit off-putting. Uh, but it is it is an engaging story, and every character is well-developed. They all have backstories and all have little things that go on with them and they do have a lot of really engaging moments with them i think right now one of the best characters is tatara's official rival who's a guy who got hit by a car so he has spinal damage and he dances very elegantly and traditionally but he's a pompous asshole so and but he's also like super older he's like 23 as opposed to 20 as opposed to 16 so there's that but i'm but it's a whole thing between Masami and Fujita, which I'm not going to get into. Um, now, the big thing that most people know this manga and also its anime series about is the art style. Oh boy. It took a bit to get into. The art style is one part model, one part Aeon Flux, and one part Contortionist. They make poses which seem realistic and they look very elegant at first, but the deal is that... One, their necks get really, really tall the more powerful they are. So this is a series where, depending on your neck length, that's how awesome of a dancer you are. So some people have super long necks. The other thing is that they're contorted and they're just drawn in ways that are a little body horror-ish. It's like they're stretched and twisted and... It doesn't seem... It seems elegant to an absurd point and it's a little bit of a turnoff for me. 
It's different. It's very unique and very different. I will give it that. But it's a little bit of a turnoff for me, the art style. Um, the design for the characters, costumes, and the backgrounds are on point. It's just the physical designs are a little weird for me. They're a little... They're different. And that's a not a bad thing, but it's not of... It's like some people really like that design. I personally am kind of weirded out by it. But I will admit that the designs, when they're in motion, looks very visually telling and engaging. It's feeling very unique. And I do love how they do show the designs for during the dancing. You can almost hear it. It's not as, like I said, the I keep comparing this to Susuji Wopin because they're two things similar. And I'm much more, I know that series a little bit better because I finished that series. And I've actually owned most of it. This one I only own the first three. But I will say that that one, the dance style, it's a little bit, it's cartoony, but it's it's there. This, it flows a little bit better. It just, it seems more like water ripples when they're dancing. And it's just, it does draw you in. And I do like that. Um, I ended up peeking at the anime. The anime does a great job doing that. It does a great job showing that dance sequence and how they do dance. Um, I do like that a lot. The characters have these very, just, it's unique styles to them, I will say. But... There's no difference in the style. Like, you don't see a difference between the cha-cha and the Venetian waltz, the regular waltz. You just see it kind of looks similar. There's not much of a difference, and that's a little bit of a downgrade for that. So, with all that being said, the series, understandably, is one that I could see male readers reading. It is one which it takes this concept of dance for and makes it a little more accessible. But, as I said, you need to have a little bit of knowledge before you check this out because it doesn't baby foot. It doesn't push into, here's the basics. No, it's, you know a little bit, have fun. Yes, it has that shonen style of, okay, this is going to be a dance tournament between this person and this person, and they may not win, they may win, we don't know. But, it doesn't have the shonen power creep, though, where it's like, oh, he's going to learn a technique and then he's going to win. No, this is a... Main character not going to win for a long time. He may not even... He doesn't even do really well for a while. He's probably not even going to make it the top 10 until maybe with this new girl, Chinatsu, he gets that far. But... I don't know. It doesn't have that power creep, but it is a series which it takes a very delicate subject, which is dancing. It makes it accessible, and I do have to applaud it for that. So... With that in mind, I'm going to have to give this review. I am going to give it a gift for me, Crazy Aunt Muriel. Okay, but forgettable. It's a good series. Don't get me wrong. It's a good series. I just, that art style is a little bit too weird for me, and I've read better. If that makes, I know it sounds terrible. I should be like, yes, this is the best thing since life spread. It's really good. I've seen it, but just some of the things about it just don't doesn't engage me as some other series do there are like you heard me the entire review I was comparing this to another series I found to be better just I found that one better and it wasn't I read it first well it was I read it first but it was I just this is for an intermediary so if you like dancing you'll love this if you've never read dancing manga or you're not into dancing you can give this one a try I don't know if it'll sell you on it but it's an engaging story but it doesn't make it where you really want to read this. You want to keep reading it and keep going further into it. 
honestly, by the third loss, I was like, I don't know if I want to keep reading this at this point. It's not much grabbing me to it. Now, if you disagree with me, let me know in the comments below or email me at Let me know why you think that Welcome to the Ballroom is an amazing series. Let me know. And the random question for the day for this is going to be, uh, would you try competitive dancing? Simple. Would you try competitive dancing? What do you think about it and would you go for it? That's a good question. Uh, so with that in mind, remember you can check out any of our earlier episodes at www.spiker.com. Email me zanspiker.com. All the everything is at www.spiker.com. And with that in mind, let's get to the part we've all been wondering about and worried for and excited for and we're waiting for. What am I talking about? I'm talking about that one. That only. The Yes, friends, the Wheel of Manga, except no substitute. Now, what is the Wheel of Manga? The Wheel of Manga is a Wheel of Fortune with 10 slots on it. What I've done is I've assigned a manga to each of these slots. And what we're going to do is we're going to spin it. Whatever number it lands on, let's review the next episode of the Spark and Manga Review, episode 328. And we've got a couple of good series, and I've thrown on a couple of wonderful and amazing and terrible Isekai series. So let's see what we're going to review in the next episode. Number three. So in the next episode of the Spark and Manga Review, I'm reviewing a manga about being sent to another world and having to marry someone. Yes, that's not original, is it? No, this is one where it's actually a guy who wants to get married because he wants to live an ideal life as a sponger. Yes, so the title of this manga is The Ideal Sponger's Life, based on a light novel. So, hope you guys enjoy, and we'll see how it goes in the next episode. Hope you guys enjoy this episode, and I think that's it. This is your host, Zan. I'm Gonsville. Catch you guys next time and read more
Yeah.